something there was. Tired of talking yet? No, kidding. <laughs> I've been talking. I've been, I've been talking check, for check. three months already. Check, 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 check. Are we ready to roll? Okay. Is great. that Mark again? That's Mark. Hey, Mark. How you doing in there? How you doing? All right, here we are with Meatloaf and Bat on Broadway's coming to the do Oregon you, do Theater. Do you always wear blue shirts? Really? The blue against the red? I'd like to see that. Okay. We're here with Meatloaf and Bad on Broadway opens November 4th at the Elgin Theater. Tell see, me a little bit about... you're calling it Bad on Broadway because I know that's what they gave you. I'm calling it the ba I'm calling it bases loaded. All bad all the time. Okay. You call it Bad on Broadway. I'm calling it bases loaded. All bad all the time. Okay, awesome. Bases loaded. All bad all the time. Yeah. Tell me what it is. Is it, is it a play? Is it a musical? It's a, no, it's just we're what we're doing is we're introducing... It's the first time... Uh, it'll be the third... The third, but it'll be the first in Canada that we've played any of the new songs from Battle of Hell 3 live. And um, so we're doing it at Royal Albert Hall October 16th and November 2nd in New York City. And it's it's full of little surprises. And it it will it will it will kind of set you back on your heels a little bit. So but it, the songs Monsters Loose, Blind is a Bad, All Coming Back to Me Now, Bad for Good, If It Ain't Broke. Uh, maybe one more season night. We're all, we're playing playing those live. The entire Bat Out of Hell series one, two, and three. They they were always well. Your music doesn't you know even beyond the Bat Out of Hell uh, albums was always very theatrical, and so it just fits that these would be coming to a stage. Now, is it going to be developed into a pro a proper play? You know, well, with... I don't I you know I don't know about that. There's a, a a writer named Stuart Beatty who wrote uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, and Collateral, and he's working on a film script. So the doors will swing wide open to him if Bad in Hell 3, you know, is, is a big hit. And the door's going to swing wide open to him. If it's a mediocre hit, you know, what half a door will swing open. We'll get in it. And if Bad in Hell 3 just goes away and disappears and rolls up in like a dust ball and blows away in the wind, then it'll be a little tougher sell, even though, you know, the first two sold $45 because you're only as good as you are now. And but I think we're doing just fine. I mean, I know what's going on out in the world, and and uh, and I, I'm not really worried at the moment. I, I mean, maybe in six weeks, they ask me, I might be worried. But right now, we, you know, this single, like the single, jumped in ten days, uh, 134 places in Germany, and is number one testing song in the UK, and and so and we're doing we're doing the the it's. It's it's doing what a bad out of hell record usually do. So I'm real happy at the moment. What do you think it is about the music that touches so many people? You know that first album, of course, was was huge and still one of the biggest selling albums of the year, year after year, selling over almost a quarter of a million copies every every year. And that's, you know, almost thirty years after the fact. What yeah, is it about? I, I, I can tell you, but here's an odd fact: it just jumped back into the charts in Australia at number twenty something. Just like, I, why? Who knows why? But it's an emotional connection, and that's what you strive for no matter what you're doing, whether you're acting in a film, whatever it is. And the, 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 the films that they consider classics and the albums they consider classics, they have had an emotional connection with their listeners or their viewers. And that's what you strive to get in the studio. And an artist who goes in to sing has to understand that that's what they're going for. And they're not going for just singing some notes, you know, that go along with some words. There's a whole other element that sits in there. Sometimes people get lucky and it happens anyway. 
because you know the lyrics just connect automatically but they're but the singers are smart enough to know that it's all about the lyrics and and but it's an emotional connection that you try to reach with your audience and it's just plain and simple as that and bad at how is one of the very few, and we are so fortunate that it, it, it has had that kind of emotional connection to multi-generations. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just no doubt about it. You can't argue with it. Well, the success of Bad Out of Hell was probably quite overwhelming for you, and I understand that there was a oh, lot of problems God, that I lost followed. My mind, I lost my mind. I had a nervous breakdown. I had to go to a psychologist for six months, five days a week, two hours a day. Did you do you think you needed to be better equipped emotionally or just with for success like would it would, well, would it yeah, have because been I didn't I didn't know I didn't I didn't know the true definition I didn't know what the public's definition of success was I didn't understand I know what my definition of success is and I still have it but I didn't understand what the public's definition or the press's definition of success was I didn't I didn't they didn't distinguish that in the dictionary they didn't distinguish three different success, three different versions. There's your version. There is the there is the public perception version, and there is the. They only give you one definition of success. What's your version? What's your uh, your definition of success? My definition of success is that we sell records, and I get to go play shows for the people, and I get to go back to my room, and I get to go down to the movies, and I get to go out to eat, and I can go shopping, and I can get on planes by myself, and it's like that's definition of success. Um, it's you know, and I I can I just you know I pay my electric bill and. And if I can need a plumber, I call one, and he doesn't come in and charge me three times because I'm meatloaf, three times extra. The the uh, public perception is is like little piranha attacking, and the press perception is like great whites attacking. So the public is piranha, the the press is great whites, uh, packs of them, <laughs> the packs of great whites, who see the piranha will take a little while to strip you down to your bones. The great whites, nah, they don't take any time at all, man. It's just like two bites and you're gone. So how did you manage to get out of the water then? Oh, that's easy. I just figured out, well, see, now I got to go into another metaphor. I decided that the entertainment business was swimming in a river of snakes. Okay. So I said, well, okay, this is the business I've chosen. How do I deal with this? I know. I'll get a rowboat. And so, and if a snake tries to hop into my boat, I just bash him over the head with the oar and throw him back in. And it's pretty simple. So let's go. And I see, and, and, and see, a lot of times, you know, snakes are hidden in trees and things, and you can't necessarily coming up and coming up on you. But but you learn to smell them and know where they are. Didn't it Didn't it help when you kind of redefine who you were by appearing in different things? I always think that even people in this, who you know, if you're working in the mailroom, if you if you're able to redefine who you are to the to the rest of the staff or to your bosses here, then that does so much a for your personality for your uh, for your. Are you talking uh, about the acting side of it? Yes, I'm talking about well, acting I, and branching started, branching out. But I started out as an actor. Well, that's true, and we saw you in Rocky so, Horror so, and other things. So my diver- my diversity was going over to music, not to the acting. Right. So, but I know, I know what you're saying. But I was, you know, I was already diverse in that field. So mm-hmm. that wasn't a really a big, uh, you know, for other people, it's like this big giant step. Oh, I'm going over to do film. For me, it was the other thing was the big high, music was because right because uh, unless you're a Brad Pitt or an Angelina Jolie or or you then you're a you know you get off into that whole other category of celebrities, which is the uh, Paris Hilton side, you know. I mean, there's those, those, those kind that you sit around and you go, why are they famous? 
<laughs> I mean, I understand Brad Pitt. I understand Angelie. You know, she's won an Oscar. She's a great actress. She's been mm -hmm. in a lot of movies, and they've done a lot of money. And I understand Brad. He looks great. But why are some of these other people famous? Why? Why? I don't know. Okay, so my question is, I, I think... So there's maybe three the categories of celebrity. Right, but the perception was that I think that you diversified, even though you had been a, an yeah, actor before. Yeah, I, did. Well, I just, And did that... Do you think that that helped in kind of... No, because nobody ever realizes it's me in film, which is even the best thing. <laughs> because I can... I lose meatloaf. I lose the meatloaf persona. People go, man, I sit and watch that movie and halfway through, I realize that's meatloaf. And I go, thank you. Because you've not... You're not... You know, people see Fight Club... And then, you know, people who see it go, you got a, you had a big part. And I go, well, yeah, that's okay. But I didn't even know it was you. Yeah. Ah, thank you, man. Thank you. Any new projects regarding uh, movies no, on the horizon? I, well, other than I've turned down six in the last seven weeks. And um, because I'm doing this. And this is, uh, this is, a, this is a basically a two-year run here from the start of promotion till the end of we finish touring it. And so it's a two-year run. I do have a... A couple of things that were put in the can. One, I can't remember what it is. The other one is the Dacious D movie where I played Jack Black's father, which opened in November, which opens in November. And the other thing is, um, if if people, Sorry, give me a, just, that's I'll okay. Shut, you, 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 here, let me have it. Here, that's my wife. Oh, Tom. Hi, Hi we're in the middle of an interview. <laughs> I said we're in the middle of an interview. Who's this? Are you confused? Cheryl, you're talking to Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> okay, she told me to get out. Yeah. Don't get out yet. She told me to get out. Ask her if I need to pick something up. Do, does he need to pick something up? She left a message on your work number. Okay. Okay, he'll get it. No milk, no eggs, no egg, chicken, fish, nothing. Just just pick up some <laughs> some some ground beef because she's gonna make meatloaf tonight. All right. Okay. Great, I hope cool. she doesn't make meatloaf tonight. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. All right. So, well, uh, uh, bat on Broadway or what do you call it? I call it bases loaded. Nothing. Uh, all bad all the time. All right. Premieres November fourth at the Elgin Theater, and it's yeah, for yeah. one night it's only. It's just one night. It's just and one night. It's just a, just a, it's just a concert version of Bat It's Out of Hell. It's okay. Bat, I don't know. That didn't really sound right. No. That made me sound like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And there's no ticket info yet, but we will keep you informed as to when they're yes, available. Will. We were going someplace though. Before that, we got interrupted the phone call. We were talking about acting, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, oh, I know. Showtime. The thing on Showtime. Um, if you get Showtime up here, I did a series of uh, uh, called Masters of Horror on Showtime with with the with the unbelievable director Dario Argento, and I made horror movie history. I was told it's really the most disgusting, gross thing you've ever seen in your life. Excellent. So watch that. Like. Okay. <laughs> and Bad Out of Hell three is out on Halloween day, October thirty first. Bad Out of Hell three, the monster is loose. Nice to meet you, Meatloaf. Nice to meet you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Sorry to keep...